Welcome to Life with Zan. I'm your host and friend, Zan Farrow. This podcast was designed to celebrate how each of us breathe life into our own little corners of the world. Whether through work or play, it is my hope to honor the process and encourage others to do the same. Welcome to Life with Zan. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another week of Life with Zan. We are going to be diving in and finally talking about interior design. I've only spoken a little bit about my experience in the field and my thoughts on the industry, but today we're going to talk about residential and home decor and how you can make changes to your space today. I want to be sure and give you tips that are really easy to achieve and give you some ideas for how to make the most of your home without having to spend a lot of money or do anything crazy. I've learned so many random tips over the years, whether through commercial design or internships hospitality, working in residential on my own, just a lot of trial and error and what works and what doesn't for me personally. I think everyone has their own taste when it comes to design, so of course take everything with a grain of salt. We don't want your space to not feel like you, but this is just what's worked for me. So I figured I'd share everything today. We'll go over some overall styling tips and then kind of go through each room of the home and talk about different little tweaks I like to make to make the most of a space. So if you're in a place right now where you're wanting to make a few little updates, tweaks, and changes. I think the most important thing to look at is accessories, assuming you're not wanting to make any large purchases or if you just want to shift things around your home. For accessories, my top tips are to always be looking. Now, I know some people enjoy searching for home decor all the time and some people it's just not their thing they you appreciate home decor but maybe just going on the hunt for it constantly is not your idea of a good time which I completely understand that's what designers are for so yeah if that's not your thing I highly recommend hiring someone to work with even if you do enjoy that process I know I have some clients who absolutely love going shopping with me and being really closely involved in the process while others kind of take a back seat and want to give me full control. If you are someone who enjoys shopping and getting out and sourcing items, my top tip I think is so overlooked is to go antique and thrift shopping. I know I know you're going to be doing some hunting, you're going to be doing some searching, but if you go in with an idea in mind, maybe you've already made yourself a mood board to reference, you know what you're looking for, what you're missing in your space, you can find some serious treasures that you can't buy anywhere else. And if you could buy it at a store, it'd probably be like five times the price. And I don't know about you, but I absolutely love hunting for things. That's why I enjoy antique shopping so much. Even going places like Home Goods, I think it's so fun to just be like on the hunt sourcing an item. I get a little high from it. And <laughs> again, I know it's not for everybody, but right now it is so hard to buy things online and in person for your home. So 
looking at antique stores, going to estate sales is probably your best bet. Also, this is a great time to be sustainable. Yes, buying things that have been around for a long time means a lower impact on the planet, which is awesome. And we like bringing things in that have character and have already lived a little bit of life. When going into antique shopping, the things specifically there I like to look for are books. Books that you might find interesting, but ones that look beautiful, of course, and little knickknacks. I'm not so much into buying anything that is upholstered or linen. To me, that kind of freaks me out. <laughs> if you're into that, I highly recommend. This is really a time to buy lots of smaller filler items. I'm not saying buy a whole bunch of stuff. Just a few little things that you can add in your space and make it feel not like everything was just picked up at a store yesterday. Now, of course, I'm a fan of shopping at Target and everything there can be kind of hit or miss. One thing I've had a lot of success with lately is the Casa Luna line. Oh gosh, many months ago, they came out with these waffle towels and I immediately picked them up for our guest bathroom. I absolutely love them. I want more. Of course, it's not for everyone. It's not the same as a regular towel, but I got them for that space specifically because they look beautiful. Speaking of linens, one top recommendation I've had for my clients over the last six-ish months is purchasing Brooklyn sheets. So Shelby and I got ours earlier this year and for something like sheets I like to try it out. Shelby is so picky when it comes to bedding and she really likes it so I figured if it was good enough for Shelby it'd be good enough for everyone else and yeah I've recommended them to a few clients and everybody loves them. We have the plain white with the striped like duvet cover on top and I do recommend having very neutral bedding. I am a white sheet person that could change later on in life, but I think adding in like color and texture with layers on top, whether it be blankets or pillows is the way to go. One pro tip I learned in styling is that in many showrooms, they will fill a duvet cover with two duvet inserts. Now, this is just to create that really full look that I know so many people love. I've never ended up doing this in my own home. This has been more of just for looks, but I think for some of you who may really like having that full fluffy bedding, putting two in one duvet might work for you. Of course, I'm going to tell you when you're at Target that you can pick up some picture frames and another favorite of mine is scentless pillar candles. It's no secret I'm a candle lover around here, but I know the scent isn't for everyone and that's okay, but the look is for everyone. Whether you're into white, which I prefer, or maybe seasonal colors, some black could be fun for Halloween, and maybe some muted greens for the holidays. I think you could have a lot of fun with those. A few Halloweens ago, I actually purchased a few plain white pillar candles and put them in an antique bowl of mine and pre-melted them down so they would look all melted and spooky for my Halloween party. And I'm sure nobody else noticed, but it was really fun for me and worked 
perfectly with the rest of my holiday decor. So when it comes to staging a space, there is a lot of open shelving and surfaces to fill. Like I mentioned before, I think books are great and <laughs> my reader of a mother is going to be sad, but yes, we are sometimes buying our books just to look pretty to sit there on our shelf. And if you're not going to buy them at an estate sale, I highly recommend going to a place like Half Price Books. I've done that before, especially for the larger coffee table books. They can be pretty pricey if you're buying them new, but if you need a bunch of them just to fill out a space, I would go ahead and check out Half Price Books. Of course, if you are using the books in a certain space like a child's themed room try and play into that theme and find books that fit in and it will really elevate the look if you are interested in buying new books i have so many coffee table books i love one of my favorite people to follow on instagram is Alyssa rosenheck she's an interior and architectural photographer she just released her book the new southern and it is absolutely beautiful so i highly recommend that book also hilton carter he's like the plant dad of instagram he's released two books and one is called wild and i forgot the name of the other one but I will link those in the show notes because anything about plants makes me very happy. So, of course, I live by the motto, less is more when it comes to our homes. But when it comes to plants personally, that's where I struggle the most. I think having a lot of those natural elements in our space makes it feel so much more cozy and it really does bring life into the home. So maybe you're not into real plants, that's okay. I'm not going to hate on you fake plant people, but I think there's so many other ways to bring in natural elements, whether you're just like buying flowers once a week, even if you buy kind of like the filler stuff. I know a lot of people are really into baby's breath these days or eucalyptus. There are so many different like filler greens that you can use and a lot of them end up lasting a long time, way longer than flowers. Of course, you can always consider the fact that having wood furniture in your home brings that same kind of like lived-in warmth that so many of us love. You can bring in clippings from your yard or bring shells back from a beach vacation. And I know everyone's really into pompous grass right now. It's not really something I would bring into my home, but I think for a lot of people, it's a perfect like corner filler. If you have tall ceilings and need a beautiful tall plant or something to fill it, pompous grass is a great option. One question I get a lot is about plant pots. So, oh gosh, I get them all over the place. Lowe's, Home Depot, like I said, Home Goods, Target. They are very seasonal at most stores. So I recommend really hunting in like the spring, summer months. And even if you buy a few extra, I promise you'll end up using them later because they are so hard to find in fall, winter, and you'll regret not having bought them sooner. 
Okay, now let's think space by space in your home and some of my favorite ways to make them feel cozy and comfortable. So when it comes to like an entryway, even if you live in a tiny, tiny apartment, you can come up with a little entryway moment, whether you decide to hang a mirror there, that's my personal preference, so you can check and see how you look before leaving the house maybe a tiny table or a large table depending on how much room you have for keys your phone your purse whatever you need to take in and out wherever you drop your mail every day sometimes it's nice to have that space if you're able if you don't have a closet nearby i think this is a great spot to also include a few hooks there's some really cute ones at target and ikea i bought some from ikea back in the spring and I absolutely love them for our guest bath. When it comes to like your open living spaces, your kitchen, I think it's good not to go too overboard with kitchen styling. There's more overall design aesthetics that I think are really nice. Simpler is better. I like to not have too much of one thing in a kitchen, so not too much of one finish, one color. That's my personal preference. I like to break things up, but sometimes people want an all-white kitchen, and you just got to give them an all-white kitchen, and that's okay, but that's a great time to bring in accessories and break up all the white with color or different materials. But I don't think this is a good place to go overboard with accessories because it just makes it look like you have a messy kitchen. And let's be honest, I already have a messy kitchen. I don't need added like decor on my countertop making it look crazier. <laughs> For living and dining, I think this is a place to have a lot of fun and make it personal, especially where this is where you'll probably be hosting friends or family and this i have so many feelings about this so if you're like us and you have a one living room you don't have like a formal living room and then a like chill living room if you have one be sure and buy a comfortable sofa i see this mistake happen all the time people are like oh i'm an adult now i'm gonna buy a nice sofa there's nothing wrong with having a nice sofa but if you only have one place you're sitting and lounging or watching tv every day make sure it's comfortable and not just pretty <laughs> make sure you have opportunity for extra seating and when it comes to your dining room i think same thing less is more i see people get kind of crazy with scale when it comes to dining rooms make sure your table fits and make sure the lighting that sits above it also works with it not too big not too small and i highly recommend like getting on pinterest and looking at visuals for this i think that's really helpful but for overall finishes i say this always i would recommend if you're not sure what to do to stick with a more neutral base and for some people neutrals will include like purple like if that's a standard in your life <laughs> make sure that's in your like base of color and then you can add in other colors but don't go too crazy if you're unsure I know some people are really confident with color and that's awesome but I think if you're unsure to it's best to stick with something a bit neutral and you can add in more color and pattern over time. Now, when it comes to bathrooms, it's kind of the same take that I have with the kitchen. I like less decor. 
Uh, there's not, it's nice to have a few things, but really the purpose of the bathroom is to just be a place that's like calming. <laughs> and I like having fluffy towels. Bath mats can be so hit and miss. So if you need to buy something that is maybe prettier and doesn't have like that rubber backing, you can always buy like those rubber rug pads to go underneath so it doesn't slip around and has some breathability underneath. That's really good for a bathroom. It is nice to have like some canisters maybe with q-tips, cotton balls, things like that if those are things you actually use or if you act or if you have space for it, but if it feels like it's taking up space instead of kind of like filling a lot of empty space, I'd say go without. And this is a great place to get into organization. I Shelby and I have one sink and there's a lot of makeup and hair product all over our countertop. So having some kind of organizational system keeps that at bay. And <laughs> it's always, of course, easier said than done. But if you have kind of like a system set up, it is more likely that you're going to keep it clear and just keep that space free. Whenever it's cluttered, you do not want to be hanging out in there. As for like any storage, I'm going to say consistent consistency is key. So like in the closet, if all your bins match, it just feels better. Make sure all your hangers match. Make sure everything's just kind of lined up better. That way you enjoy using the space way more. When it comes to bedrooms, my favorite thing is bedding. I know we've already touched on that a bit. Shelby really got me into it, but I think that's where I always include extra layers of light. So whether you need a reading light or just diffuse light of any kind, I think it's nice to have instead of just overhead lighting. I'm a terrible at making the bed, but I do recommend like kind of a like a simple bed making process. It just makes the space look so much cleaner. And even if sometimes in the bedroom, I'll add in a plant or flowers. I really like the way this looks and it feels elevated. And sometimes in the evenings, I'll go ahead and like turn on our lamps and kind of like clean off my bedside table, make everything feel really nice and cozy. And we may be watching like television for a few more hours, but when I come into bed, it already feels set up and nice and warm. One of my favorite rooms in our house is our guest room. So our guest room doubles as an off my office. So I kind of took some creative liberties when it came to color. So that means that there's a lot more pink and things are still really bright and white in there. But I threw a pink chair in there we already had. I got a hot pink rug and just kind of like my everyday favorite things have some hints of pink here and there. But I love setting up this space for having guests over and making sure that it's comfortable for them. One thing that's fun is like having a little tray for like tree or snacks for your guests and when I first moved to Dallas I actually got a guest book for visitors so that's like sitting on the nightstand always have coasters available again extra layers of light if you have a space where guests are coming be thinking about like where they can set their suitcase 
or where they might need to put their toiletries, anything like that to make it like an even more fun experience for them. I absolutely love that. And of course, I like to have extras of things like blankets, pillows on hand if I need them. And I kind of did the same thing with our guest bath, added a little bit more color. Like I said, I do have like the white waffle towels, but it's nice to have fun and we also added in some like rainbow colored towels which sounds kind of wild but <laughs> they have a white base and then like this turquoise bath mat and just playing with color in little ways like that is easy to change because in a few years you might be over that and it's better to kind of play with trends with accessories instead of like large huge scale pieces like furniture because if you're investing in a piece of furniture, you want it to stay with you for a while. But those like smaller accessories can come and go and be switched out over time. And that's more cost effective and way less wasteful. Of course, when it comes to styling your home, I want to encourage you to have fun with it. There is so much out there. And when it comes to browsing social media or blogs, Pinterest, it can be kind of overwhelming. But I encourage you to pull a mood board together, look at the things you like, and look at what you already have, and intentionally fill in over time. Nobody likes the look of having everything in their home look like it came straight from the store in one package. It's nice to have layers in different elements and different colors, and getting that style takes time and effort and there's absolutely no rush but have fun adding in and researching and sourcing items of course i'm gonna recommend you hire a designer if you don't have the time or interest there are so many talented people out there that are great in different areas whether you need someone to source antiques or you need someone who specializes in lighting like there are so many things out there and I'm excited to be chatting a bit about interior design. I think a big part of me put it off for a while because it felt like there's so much information already out there, but I thought it would be nice to bring my perspective and I, <laughs> I could really go on all day. Just a quick update. So this episode is our eighth episode of the season. So that means we are two thirds of the way through season two. And I have a plan to have four more episodes, but because the first week of November is kind of a wild one here in the United States in 2020, the last week of October, I'm going to be having two episodes. So for the rest of the year, the episode dates are going to be October 8th when this one comes out, October 15th the 22nd and then Tuesday the 27th and Thursday the 29th. It only makes sense that I would end this season in one of my favorite months of the year right before one of my favorite holidays and yeah we still have some fun stuff to share and cover. 
I absolutely love you guys. Thank you for coming back and tuning in. I'm sharing my very first reels this week. If you're not familiar, that is like the TikTok video version on Instagram. And it's fun trying something new. And I've always loved the video space, whether that's YouTube or Instagram stories or TikTok. So I'd love it if you would head over there and check out my first reel. And yeah, that's everything for this week. I'll see you next Thursday. Thanks for tuning in to another week of Life with Zan. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you know each week when a new episode goes up. You can tune in to the podcast on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and rate and review the podcast to give Life with Zan a little boost. See you next week.